here are six aspects what you can do to enhance your neuroplasticity or to really make change happen in your brain. So welcome to the podcast, Happy Healthy Life Talk. I'm Monica Mutter. I'm super happy that you are here today. And I want to jump right into the six aspects that really help us to change our brain. In the first episode about neuroplasticity, I talked about six main aspects that lead directly to neuroplasticity. For example, when something is completely different from what we originally expected, or when we actually make an error which we didn't expect, then neuroplasticity will occur right away. Or also when we have a completely different behavior from what we usually do, like when the behavior is different and specific enough from the behaviors we already know, then neuroplasticity can occur. But also when very positive or very negative or traumatic experiences happen, then we are open for change. And in this episode, I want to actually talk about six things that help us to directly force neuroplasticity. So what are the six aspects that lead directly to neuroplasticity or what are the six main things we can do that help us to change our brain? And the first thing we can do is that we have to recognize what or that we want to change something. So we have to bring the thing or yeah, whatever we want to change into our consciousness because then we are actually aware of it. And awareness is actually a remarkable thing because it cues our brain and the rest of the neurosystem to engage in reflexive actions. So this actually means that some actions that used to be reflexive will no longer be reflexive because we are aware of them now. And recognizing or bringing into our mind what we actually want to change is the first step that opens up neuroplasticity. So when we want neuroplasticity to occur, we have to recognize in the first step that we want to change something. And in the second step, we have to actually focus on the experiences or on the things we want to change because the experiences that we pay super careful attention to, this is actually what opens up neuroplasticity or plasticity as well. So we have to recognize first what we want to change and then we have to focus on it. So why is actually focusing on the things we want to change so important for neuroplasticity? Well, there are actually two main aspects because when we pay careful attention to what we want to change, two neurochemicals, namely acetylcholine and adrenaline, they both get released from multiple sites in our brain and they highlight the neurocircuits that will make the change or they actually highlight the neurocircuits that will be changed afterwards. So why is this the case? Well, adrenaline gets released when we are in a high state of alertness. But adrenaline doesn't differentiate between our initial urge to do something. So whether we do something out of love or out of hate or out of anger or fear or joy, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter because all of these feelings promote automatic arousal and they all cause the release of adrenaline. So some people sometimes even post pictures from themselves online and they actually commit themselves to lose some certain amount of weight. 
Well, what they actually do is that they are in fear that they won't lose any weight. So they create some accountability for themselves by posting the picture and they're actually committing themselves to lose some weight. And this brings their body into a state of alertness, which again causes the release of adrenaline. And besides adrenaline, the second neurochemical, namely acetylcholine, will also get released. Acetylcholine is usually working as a spotlighter or a marker in specific brain areas. So what does this mean? Well, acetylcholine gets released from two sides of the brain and acetylcholine acts actually as a spotlight. This means we have many different signals around us. So maybe you are driving in a car right now and you have the car engine. Then you have many other cars driving around you. Maybe you are listening to music or to this podcast and suddenly, out of the nothing, an ambulance is passing by. Then acetylcholine is making that signal of the ambulance greater than all the other signals around you. You pay more attention to the signal of the ambulance. So whatever you happen to be listening to, whatever you happen to be doing or paying attention to, acetylcholine can catch your attention to one specific thing. So focus on the things you want to change because focusing on it causes actually the release of adrenaline and acetylcholine. And this leads to the fact that specific neural circuits will get highlighted and will get alerted. And this means they are actually marked for change. So what is actually the third aspect, what we can do to force neuroplasticity? Well, the third aspect is that we have to learn to make errors and expect errors to occur. So why is this the case? Well, plasticity occurs when signals are sent to our brain and show that something is wrong. And errors during learning are fantastic because they actually activate the neural circuits that increase alertness. As long as we perform something correctly, why should our brain be alert and why should our brain actually take any notice? Well, there is no reason to be alert. But as soon as we make an error, it feels stressful for us because we made a mistake, but it actually increases our attention and that puts us into a much better place to perform. And next time we try, we will have much better learning related behaviors. So we have to learn to make errors and we have to expect errors to occur if we want to learn something new, if you want to get better at anything and if we actually want to open our brain for neuroplasticity. As a fourth aspect, why focus is such an important part for neuroplasticity, we actually have to attach dopamine to the process of making arrows. Why is this the case? Well, frustration usually makes us want to quit. But when we start to get it right, even if it's just a little bit, if we get just a little bit right, Dopamine is released and this allows the neuroplastic change to occur very fast. So the dopamine release is highly subjective. So what releases in one person dopamine can be completely different to what releases dopamine in the next person. But when you can tell yourself that making errors and having this frustration is really necessary for accelerated learning, then you can create your personal dopamine release. And the next time you get something right after an error, you will experience a huge dopamine release, which helps us to make the neural change happen very fast. So dopamine is a really important 
aspect in the process of making arrows and actually in the process of neuroplasticity because with dopamine changes occur very very fast. And the fifth aspect that makes neuroplasticity happen is actually get good sleep because the actual plasticity happens in the night after we learn something. So scientific studies found out that cats who slept enough had twice as many neural changes in their brains compared to cats who were actually kept awake during the night. So sleep really enhances the brain remodeling and this may also explain why younger children or younger cats or younger people or younger mammals in general with a growing and developing brain, they have to sleep much more compared to adults whose brain is not so much growing anymore and we actually don't need so much sleep. So during the day when we are usually recognizing something or when we are focusing on things, we, what we want to change or when we are actually making an arrow, what we're actually doing is that we highlight or switch on some of the neurons that need to change. And sleep is actually the time when the learning occurs and when the new connections can be built. But sleep is also the time when the neurons go back to a normal state, like from the switched on state to a normal state. And this is really important because when we are awake for too long, the learning efficiency is saturated because too many neurons are switched on and couldn't go back to a normal state because sleep is missing. And then the learning efficiency is saturated, what we call, so it's kind of like full and nothing can be changed anymore. So the learning of motor skills is inhibited. So we won't learn any new skills anymore because we are completely depleted we can say we are completely saturated and we don't want to learn any new things and as a sixth and last aspect for how to enhance neuroplasticity for yourself is keep doing repetitions because repetitions make the existing neurons stronger every time we do the same thing again but the clue is actually to combine two important parts or two important things the first thing is Doing repetitions for the things that work out very well. But the second point is also make arrows for the things that do not work out well enough yet. Because making arrows will make that neuroplasticity will happen and that you will perform actually better in the end. Because when we mess up something, this is actually no big deal as long as we capitalize on it and try to do another attempt and another attempt until we fix the real problem. As long as we're doing another attempt and another attempt and another attempt, our forebrain isn't in its maximal attentive state and is ready for change. So neuroplasticity will occur. So making arrows is really important to do in combination with doing repetitions for the things that work out very well. So whenever you probably had to learn something as well in university or somewhere else, you probably already figured it out on yourself that repetitions is really important for deep learning and good learning. So doing repetitions is a key essential point, but also in combination with making arrows in order to get better and to perform better and to improve your doing. So I want to summarize real quick the six aspects how we can 
force ourselves to neuroplasticity. So the first aspect was recognize that you want to change something. The second one is focus on it because they're actually the two neurochemicals, adrenaline and acetylcholine that help us to get alert or that help us to spotlight specific things. Then as a third aspect, learn how to make errors and expect errors to occur. The fourth aspect is attach dopamine to the process of making errors. Then you will benefit even more from it. And good sleep is a really essential point in making neuroplasticity happen. And the sixth aspect was keep doing repetitions because then you will have the best outcome you will ever have. I really hope that you found some of these aspects really interesting, that you learned, for example, that making errors is actually a key essential topic for getting better at anything, that you might have to get good sleep if you really want plasticity to occur, or even that you have to do repetitions in order to make a brilliant performance. Whatever it is, I really hope that you found something very interesting and if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be really happy if you give me a comment or like on the social media platforms, LinkedIn or Instagram. And other than that, I really hope to see you again soon. Yours, Monica.